Welcome to the Epic Vision Zone. Having grown up in a creative family, it's not surprising that today's guest has found her calling in the world of fashion styling and personal style branding. Hollywood has been hiring her to dress their actors for the camera since 1996. She has worked on several television shows and movies, including the hit TV shows Modern Family, Beverly Hills 90210, 13 Reasons Why, My Name is Earl, and Bones, just to mention a few. Taking her career experience and her natural gift of being able to transform a person's image, she is now coaching entrepreneurs on how to genuinely connect with their audiences by helping to authentically brand their image. Her mission is not only to help women express who they truly are, but to help entrepreneurs, creatives, and executives wear the clothes that bring out their best and most brilliant brand themselves. So she believes that when a woman dresses authentically, in her way that matches her dream, her ideal client will be drawn to her. So welcome and meet Mary Beth Ramsey. So nice to have you, Mary Beth. Thank you, Jane. It's good to be here. Yes, that's quite the resume. I am very impressed already. <laughs> it sounds so much better when someone else reads it. <laughs> yeah, it always does, doesn't it? Yeah. I read that your mom, going back a little bit, because you're, 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 Upbringing was very interesting as to what led you here. So I read that your mom, she loved to cook, sew, quilt, raised you and your sisters to never have idle hands. And she also made much of your clothing and liked to dress you alike. So explain how that planted the seed for your work today. Yeah, yeah, it really did. I, I, yeah, I grew up around that and my mom was always sewing and I learned how to sew when I was five. So we were in front of the TV, we were doing stitcheries, um, like cross stitches or stitcheries or hand sewing wow. and on a machine, probably when I was five or six and then started in competitions and, and, um, traditional sewing classes with 4-H, um, when I was, I think, nine or 11, whatever age you can join those groups. So I was then starting making my own clothing. And um, wow, at I, nine and 11, that's, I'm impressed. Yeah, wow. I think the first thing I made, well, I remember making a sweatsuit outfit. I wanted, like, I think it was Adidas. I wanted the Adidas, you know, like, because that was the brand that everyone was wearing at the time. Right. And I, we couldn't afford it. And so I had to make it myself. <laughs> so I made it. So fortunate. I mean, I was lucky if I could make a little hand square tote bag. That was it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I, when I was old enough to get into this, the traditional sewing class and not be taught by my mom, everyone was making like a pillow or something very simple. And I was making like, like I had to make that because I was in the class, but my skill level was so much higher than everyone else was right. at that time. Yeah, right. and, I was, and it was just me. It was just who I was and how I grew up. I didn't think it was special at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you, you said in your story that um, because your mom dressed all of you alike, mm -hmm. you felt that you, you lost your identity or that maybe you didn't have an identity. Maybe dig into that a little bit because I think that's really where you got a lot of what you do today. 
Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we, when we were little, we all dressed the same and it was so cute. It's so cute to have our pictures of the three of us in the same little outfits. But yeah, I didn't have any an identity of my own until really um, several years ago. You know, I was always following other people, following fashion, following what other people were wearing. Um, and then when I got divorced, I realized that I was, I didn't really know who I was. And I was thrown into, not really thrown in, but, you know, all my single friends wanting me to go out and being this new person again, like, where do I fit in with this? I started dressing like they did, you know, which wasn't really me, but I thought, okay, well, you know, they say, oh, you can't wear that. You look like a soccer mom. <laughs> I was a stepmom. Oh, so, so all my clothes were different, you know? So now being a single woman again and going out with my friends, I started wearing what they had. It wasn't really, didn't really fit me. And so over time, I just, be, you know, got back to me. And it re what really happened was me digging into myself. And um, I shouldn't say it that way, digging into myself, but um, working on myself and um, getting over the past and um, um, forgiving myself for everything is really what what really um, solidified who I was and made me feel comfortable in my own skin and in the clothing that I wear. Well, that's very interesting because I, 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 my question, my next question was, but I think you may have just answered it, that you made little steps a few years ago uh, that you wouldn't be here today teaching people how to look good on camera and off camera. And it sounds like that was maybe the step that you were referring to in that. Was that what you were referring to? That, that, yeah, that's the shift that you made. Exactly, exactly. It's that that whole like working on yourself, finding finding out who you are, who you really want to be, and and not really following the trends or the fashion. Like, I people ask me all the time, like, what's what's new coming up in the season or in summer? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, you could find that out easily by going to the stores. Right. You know, whatever's yeah. in the stores, what's what they're trying to sell and what's going to be popular this season, this summer, this um, fall, whatever. Um, but why not just wear what makes you happy? You know, right. yeah, that's yeah. that's a, a new concept for many people because yeah. we, we always want to we have a herd mentality a lot of the time. And in fashion, it's one of the big things because we all want to know what the latest look is. Uh, we don't want to be left out, but this is why I like so much what you are trying to teach individuals. Did you always feel you were destined to be an entrepreneur or was that something that you grew into over the years? No, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always been um, one to figure out other ways to make money. Um, I've had several businesses, tried different things. Um, most entrepreneurs do that. You know, we try five, six, 10, whatever, different ones, they fail, we've learned things. I've made, I've made um, really good friends with, uh, in businesses that have failed. Um, I used to have a lingerie business and my, and my um, little workspace is right next door to this, uh, my friend Susie, and she made um, dresses and skirts. And we both had the same struggles. We were going through the same type of things at the same time with our business businesses. And it was so empowering to have another a friend right next door that could help um, get through everything. So um, yeah, I've always, I've always had lots of businesses and um, I get bored easily. <laughs> well, well, but that, just the fact that you have had the businesses and that you have 
failed, but you have, you, you really didn't fail. You just haven't found the right fit yet because many of us, uh, and I'm, I'm speaking about this because we have many entrepreneurs and, and people who may be looking to either start a business or are in business and to pick yourself up and to keep going. Because if, if that's really in your blood and it's something that you love, whether it's sharing like yourself, your talent with others or, you know, inventing a product or sewing something for someone, it's not that it's gone and it's not that we failed. We just haven't found the right way to present it or, you know, we just haven't found our right niche at this point. But I love that you just kept going. You know, that's, that's yeah. a really valuable lesson for a lot of entrepreneurs and, and even women changing in their careers. Because that's the word failure is always got a negative connotation. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sometimes we let that take root in us. And it's like, no, I can't try again. Because if I fail again, what, what are not only people going to think of me, but what am I going to think of myself? But I, I just love your right. spirit. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, and it really does um, grow us. You know, the things yeah. that I learned back then and in my other businesses have, you know, are are things that I don't necessarily need to le learn again, or maybe I am learning them again because I didn't really learn them before. So right. it all is these stepping stones to bring us to who we are today. Exactly, exactly. Well, as a creative and an entrepreneur, how did you come to the type of unique service that you provide? Speaking of experiences, and you know, we never throw those away, whether we believe it or not. We always bring what we've learned with us but now you've got a very unique service that you provide and and just give us an idea of how you you've come to this because it's very today in today's world with us being on camera all the time now it's even more important than ever in the sense of branding so maybe right. unpack that a little yeah well working in hollywood um for 25 years it really shaped all of this um you know learning firsthand what looks good on camera, what um, shapes, what styles, what colors, um, the fit, the proportion, and every person is different. And doing that for so long, and also like, you know, we get a script and we read the character and we have an image, okay, this is what we're gonna dress them in. But then we have to also talk with the actor and combine oh well oh that's your backstory oh that's oh because they've done more more um in-depth research on their character than we have we just you know so then we're collaborating with them so this is kind of what i do now with my clients so i get a script like say you you know you you do this and this and this oh and now i see you so now i'm like oh so my image of what i was going to give her is different because you know, now I see her and her look is this way. So now we're dressing to that and taking all that into account. And then also what looks good on camera, where is the setting gonna be? Um, you know, don't um, dress in the same color as your background. <laughs> because that would be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, so you know, those are the little things that people need to know because the awareness that you have due to your background is much more heightened and we might just not it's not that we meant to blend in with our background it's just that we didn't think of it so right yeah and, and it's it amazes me too because all of this stuff i just know from all these years of staring at a monitor and making sure that the actors look good um that it just comes naturally to me and i'm constantly helping people 
or telling them like, oh, move that. And just like with, with me here in my background, if I was like over here, you know, with that over here coming out of my head, does it, you know, doesn't quite look as well as this, you know? Right. So, you know, just making sure every little thing is perfect. And, you know, if I turned this just a little bit this way, would that be more distracting? You know, right? <laughs> it was well, not just what we're wearing. Yeah, you do it yourself. No, but I, yeah. You know, it's, it's awareness. Um, but like you said, you've got that eye, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, and, and it's also not just blending in with your background, but because a lot of us are doing these, the, the Zoom or the webinars because things have shifted, uh, the focus is solely on the individual, more so than if you were on stage, you have some distractions. You know, people right. can look here, can look there, but now it's you. And right, and that's another thing. It's like when you're on stage, you can wear something that's more flowy or um, that moves with you, that's like a beautiful um, silk garment or whatever that has um, movement and shape but um and flow but on camera when we're just concentrating on here anything that can take that um attention off of you and your message and your story is going to be distracting right you know? so a lot of people i'm hearing are wearing big earrings because oh. they think, oh but you know when they move like if i had, if I had something like this dangling right right here mm -hmm. <laughs> and every time i'm like you know, it's so distracting. And then one is maybe caught in your hair and then you're like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you don't want to move it because it'll draw more attention. But that's it, a good point, actually, because, you know, lately I've been watching uh, a lot of video and webinars and Zooms. And you're right. Uh, people, I love large earrings myself, but I know that they're a distraction because I end up watching the earring and I'm like, Oh, what's the, you know, it swings or, or I'm liking it and I'm not focusing on the individual. I'm focusing on the ear and going, I wonder where she bought those. <laughs> exactly. Where'd you buy them or the color or what print yeah. is on that? Or, you know, a lot of people say that with the, what you have on the, in behind you too, is like, if you have a photo, people are going to look at what, who's in the photo or what, what the plaque says and. Right. Yeah. But you have so, to have a little bit of personality and behind you too. So. Yes, exactly. We need a little bit of depth because uh, apparently our eyes get tired of, of yeah. just focusing on the one thing. While we're on the subject, uh, tell us about patterns in the camera because mm. I know that that's something we need to be aware of. Yes, yes. So what happened is it's called strobing or moire is the term that we use in Hollywood. And it's when two, when, when a light, a high contrast uh, uh, is together. Like if you know what a houndstooth is or a pinstripe, everyone pretty much mm -hmm. knows what a pinstripe is. If it's a narrow pinstripe, like a, a black and a white, or even a navy and a, or, and a white next to each other, or a dark pink and a white, something really dark and something really light next to each other, um, the camera makes it look wavy mm -hmm. and you've probably seen this where someone has a shirt or a blouse on and it starts to move and that's really distracting and even when I held this up it kind of does that mm -hmm. so yeah. see if it's just hanging straight it still kind of moves yes yeah so it's not just print I didn't even know that 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 that, ah, <laughs> that did that until I, moved, I brought it up but it's also like if you had a an open weave sweater on that's maybe black and your skin is very white, 
that contrast or fishnet or something like that, if you can imagine that um, dark skin with a light um, uh, net or something over it is still going to look, it's going to distract your eye, it's going to move. Right. Um, and even with a tie, a man wearing a tie, anything that you have on, or earrings, anything could do that. And what about polka dots? Polka dots the same. You really just have to test everything because okay. if it's a large print, I had a polka dot in here, it's not in here anymore. Um, if it's a large polka dot print, it may not move. Um, or if it's a polka dot that's like maybe gray and, gray and black, that's not gonna moray. But white and black probably okay. will. So what I do, like, and even prints will, any print could. So I had a, a print um, blouse on earlier and I put it in under the camera and it didn't move, but I didn't really feel right in it. It was like the same thing of like, right. what are you gonna wear? What feels comfortable to you? You might have the outfit chosen. Like I had had it all steamed out, ready to go, put it on for this interview and oh. nope. It wasn't my personality for the Sorry. day. It didn't work, um, but but the print did work. You yeah. know, yeah. So the colors were all kind of muted, um, and they weren't too distracting. Right, right. Well, those are great tips. Um, you know, everybody needs those today, and and thank you for sharing them because I know that there's some. Those are the questions that people don't always ask, but they right. are things that people do need to know. Um, right. So, yeah. So really, like before, if you have an on-camera interview or a meeting or whatever, and you want to be presentable, try the clothes on like an hour before. Mm -hmm. Turn on the lights, turn on the camera, do, do it all like it's real. And even my makeup. <laughs> that sounds silly. No, it's true. But I have a window on this side. So this side is lighter than this side. So I put more blush on this side. Oh, now you've told us your secret. <laughs> yeah, I did. So now, I don't know if you can tell, to me, to my eye, it looks more even. But when I first turned on my camera, I was like, oh my gosh, it looks like I'm naked on this side. It looked like I didn't have any makeup on on this side. Because the, the light blows it out. Right, right. Makes it disappear. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, these are all little things that we you know have to like you said we don't have our production teams with us but if we did then they would be no okay we need to change you but now we have to become the experts and all in of these, all those areas which yeah. is hard mm -hmm. yeah i mean if we have them at the forefront and we're aware it you know over time it, it's not difficult it's just being aware so that when you're going right. through your closet you want to stick to solids you know mm -hmm. you want to uh you know, stay away from patterns and, and certain colors. So we'll, we'll move on because we'll come back to a little bit of that later on. Okay. So you say it wasn't until recently that you truly came into your own style. And then we touched a little bit on that, but you said that there were, you were able to clear out the blocks, the ones in your closet in the form of clothing. Now, I thought that was really interesting. So what do you mean by the blocks in your closet? Well, uh, we, as women, mm -hmm. <laughs> we hold emotions in our clothes, right? We're, you know, like that, that item that you bought in on vacation, but it's not really you, but you bought it in the moment you bought it, it was you, you loved it. You've never worn it, but you don't want to get rid of it. Um, but it's hanging in your closet. So every time you see it, you think about the vacation or you think, oh, I should wear it because I spent X amount of money on it mm -hmm. or like any of those 
items, you know, an item that, you know, maybe all of your clothes cost a lot of money. Um, but so you don't want to get rid of it, even though the piece has a negative feeling attached to it. Like you wore it um, with someone who you're no longer um, friends with. Um, or there's a, you know, you had a fight with someone that you, when you wore it, you, we remember all those things and we remember exactly how much money we spent on each item, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so we think, you know, like, oh, I spent $200 on that coat. I have to get my money's worth out of it. And I have to wear it X amount of times before I get rid of it. So then you, you try to put it on every single day or once a week to get your money's out worth out of it. But every time you put it on, it doesn't work with your attitude right. that day or, your, or where you're going or your outfit or whatever, it just doesn't work. You don't feel good in it. So that's a block that's holding you back. All those things, you, you're opening your closet and seeing all those things in your closet and it's, it's taking your time, your energy, your thoughts, your emotions each time you look. So it's best to clear it all out and start fresh. That's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. Because you said that a lot of, of our clothes are from different lifetimes. Like it could be from a different career or relationship mm -hmm. and the effect that they had on us at that time. And you use them. I like to say use them or lose them. Uh, but also though, you're saying that when you put certain things on that you're bringing that memory or that feeling with it so it's good to because they become blocks which is very interesting and it's something i think that all of us could get a few tips on um that was actually my next question if, if you could share with the audience walk us through a few action steps that we can take at home to help us get started okay yeah so um first i like to go through and just like a lot of people say take everything out of your closet and then hold each piece and decide and put it back in. But I think that's too, way too overwhelming. You know, you look at it and you're like, oh, you know, and you, it'll stop you right there. So the way I like to do it is take out, either take out sections or just go keep everything in your closet and go through each piece. So you're not having to redo it. So as you get to each piece, if it's a bad memory, take it out. And, you know, you can deal, like I, I take my um, clients through like a process and help them actually deal with the feelings too. So you can That's put it away. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not just like, okay, time to get rid of it. And I used to do that, but it's like, no, you, there's, there might be a little bit more to it. You know, like we are so emotionally attached to these things. So yeah. So basically get rid of the pieces that are no longer serving you in whatever way that is. They don't fit. They, um, they're the wrong shape, they're the wrong proportion, they're the wrong size, um, they don't fit your life anymore. So get rid of those things first. And mm -hmm. the memories, anything's attached to any bad memory. The good memories, the sentimental items, don't get rid of. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a minimalist like that. I say keep them, put them in a box though, put them somewhere. If they're very fragile, you can get them um, taken care of by a dry cleaner and they can be wrapped um, properly if it's a, it's a garment from your grandmother or whatever um, and have them stored in the correct way, but don't have them taking up your space in your closet. Right. 
you know, right. and with the feng shui and the whole feeling like that is the more space you have, like you get rid of things and you keep that space available for other things to come in to your life, oh, whether it's like more clothes, um, more um, better relationships, um, more finances, like all these different things will come into your life because now you've made room for it. Right. So, so the conclusion I, I hear is rid ourselves of those things that aren't serving us. And in your case, because of your expertise, it's clothing, but it could be other things mm -hmm. to make space to allow other things to come in to create possibility yes. and opportunity. Right. And, uh, it's so vital because, you know, not only you deal with your, your particular area, but it's also a life lesson. And, you know, with women as particularly, because we do love our clothes and, and we tend to just keep collecting them and don't make a, the space for ourselves, but also makes the space in our lives. And it makes it less hairy when you're trying to find something to wear, quite frankly, if you don't have all that stuff in there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And a lot of us, um, we just, we don't know what to buy. So yes. we go, we go, we, we know we need to buy something. We need an outfit for whatever, or like right now we need tops for zoom, right? Mm -hmm. um, lots of different tops. So we think, okay, we need 20 to get through the next month. Okay. So we just start buying. And then when everything comes in, since we can't go to the store really right now, all this, all the clothes come in and you realize that you bought, you know, five of the same shirt. And you already have five of them hanging in your closet. So I help my clients with that too. Why are you buying the same thing? And do right. you even like that thing? Or do you, are you <laughs> buying it because, you know, someone told you you look great in it? Yeah, there, there goes, ago. right. That's full <laughs> circle into why, be who you are, not what everyone else is wearing, because that may not suit your personality. It may not even fit your body type. But right. yeah, that's, you, you say, why did you buy it? And they might say, well, because that's the hot fashion, but then you yeah, have to bring them back fashion. to mm -hmm. their brand, you know, exactly. well, because we'll, we'll get into that a little further down. So I don't, I don't want to get too far into that, but yes, absolutely. You're, the branding and that's that we're going to delve a little deeper into that because for us, I think that's, what's going to be most fascinating about this segment, but I wanted to ask something about what's on your website. Because I think that every woman could use this, but I want you to explain what it is. You say that you're not just a stylist, that you're also a clothing therapist. Yeah. So that it sounds really interesting to me. And give us some insight into the profession of a clothing therapist. Well, I kind of made it up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's kind of, it's like basically what I was just saying. It's like, I help you. Um, oh, that's you know, right. You said yeah, so I, I help you um, figure out who you are, who you want to be, get rid of the things that aren't serving you in that image of yourself and your image, your branding of your business. And then, um, and the therapy mostly is like getting rid of stuff. But then it's also some of that, um, what happens to my clients when they, when they finally, um, when they get it. And it could be the third or fourth store we go to, or um, like a week or two or a month after they work with me, um, telling me that their whole life changed mm -hmm. from just changing 
um, their clothes, now they feel more confident in them. They, more, they feel more confident to go out on dates, to um, accept the, um, the, the Zoom meeting or the interview or um, go out to, for the audition or whatever it could be. They feel more confident in doing that and they show up in a different energy because they're confident. And then their whole life starts to change because of that. They're attracting different people into their life, different clients, different businesses. And, um, and more money comes, more clients, like it all changes. And that's really the therapy around it, which, you know, when I first started doing that, I was resisting. I was resisting doing this business because I thought it was um, superficial of like, oh, just, you know, you're just trying to make people look good. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but it really is everything else involved in it. You know, like right. as women, we know when we, when we put on, a dress that we feel amazing in and then we get compliments that just makes us want to wear that dress even more and we feel good in it and it's our go-to dress and <laughs> no it you're right it chips our whole energy i mean i that that about putting on a piece of clothing and giving you confidence it's almost like the superheroes you know they put the cape on and all of a sudden they have their power well mm -hmm. you know you put something on that makes you feel good um, and that in, how, in turn gives you confidence or, you know, you go out, if you're building a relationship and like you said, that uh, is something that makes you feel either sexy or attractive, then you give that kind of energy. So what we wear on the outside is very important. But, and what I like with what you're saying too, is you take it a step further that it's not because you're wearing the latest trends, but it's because you're wearing who you are. Right, you know, uh, right, and it, and it does go right back into Hollywood too because the, the actors, when they come in for fittings, you know, we go out and buy all the clothes that we think they should wear, their character would wear, and then they come in, and when you start, when they start putting them on in a fitting, there's this, this thing that happens, and it's like, it's, no, it's not right. It's mm. not right, and, and we all know that. We know... Um, no, that's not right for the character. Now that I see you here, now that we spoke about the character or me, us speaking about your business, um, now we know that that's not right. This is more right. Okay, maybe we need to go shopping again. Maybe we need to rethink this because you're not going to, if you don't feel right in the clothes, then it's, nothing's going to be right. You're, it's yeah. just, you're not going to want to put them on. You're not going to want to leave the house. You're not going to want to go to the um, networking event, whatever, whatever place you're going you won't want to go if you're if you don't feel right in those clothes you're right and it, it makes you feel uncomfortable and if you're <laughs> uncomfortable you lose your confidence mm -hmm. so very right and that's the good thing about wearing what you're comfortable in like if everyone else is wearing a suit but you don't feel comfortable in a suit you shouldn't wear a suit you could wear your version of the suit but um you know, if you're not going to feel comfortable in it, don't wear it. Right. You have to find your own little way around define, your look. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Define your look, which, mm -hmm. which is true. Yes. Kardashians have done very well at that. Yeah. <laughs> so we could, we could take a lesson from them only now they're setting trends. So we're a lot of people try to copy them. Not that, you know, I'm up there with them, but, <laughs> but, but it's an example of, you know, people who, dress the way they feel and they're they're branding themselves all the time i have to give it to them in that respect so that's a good example of 
branding through your appearance. Definitely, we'll, we'll unpack that in a minute. As entrepreneurs, creating a brand identity is a crucial first step in marketing ourselves and our business. There's the look and the feel of our product and services, but there's also the image that we portray to the public every day. Mm -hmm. So can you explain on that and share a few tips that will help us enhance our brand to our personal image? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The more cohesive and consistent your brand identity is, it's the easier it is for others to really understand and connect with your company. Um, and it can attract and influence those, um, the, the um, customers and clients that you want. Uh, so it's very important to choose not only the clothes that match your personality and your product or service, but also to match what your ideal client is going to be drawn to and how they expect you to look. It's like, um, you know, a banker, mm. um, you know, I hate going to the bank on casual Fridays <laughs> and actually bankers are dressing more casual now anyway, but, uh, because I want my banker to wear a suit or somewhat of a dressier look than a t-shirt and jeans or a Hawaiian shirt and shorts. <laughs> and you say that because I feel the same way. I'm like, well, you're, you're dealing with my money. And for some reason, I feel very uncomfortable when they, they've got tattoos, they've got the nose ring, they've got the dyed hair. And I'm like, seriously, this is a bank? But anyway, maybe that's just old fashioned. I don't know. <laughs> It's true. It could be old fashioned, but I feel the same way. It's like, it's not a professional look. Yes. You're not going to be taken seriously. You might be really, really smart in numbers and money and investing and all of that, but the image itself isn't a good one. So for yeah. that particular that profession. Right. Exactly. If you're a tattoo artist, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Or, or just in general, an artist or an artist, yeah, a creative, perfect. a creative great but yes so similar if you're like a yoga instructor i wouldn't expect you to, to come um promote your your um yoga studio in a suit you know <laughs> yeah. so. i would wonder about that instructor for sure exactly but it's the cohesiveness you know it, it's exactly. what you're saying versus what you're showing mm -hmm. so you know if you're saying x but you're you're, you're looking like why, not only is it not cohesive, but it's not connecting with the clients. Or like you said, attracting those clients that, you know, the coveted clients that you'd be looking for. Because you did mention earlier about the energy that you put out that will bring back the clients that you're looking for. But if you're not wearing that suit that gives you the confidence, that gives you the, the appearance and, and uh, you know, the ability to go out and feel your best, then you're not going to you're not going to draw those clients to you. So it's all connected. It's very very interesting. I love right. it. Exactly, exactly. If yeah. you're if you're wearing a suit because you think you need to wear a suit, you might attract a, a client or two that thinks you should wear a suit, but you're not really going to connect deeply with that client right. because you're not going to feel comfortable. So you're not going to be authentic and um, um, as open and as raw. Um, as you would be. Exactly, exactly. So in your words, how do your services help entrepreneurs with their brand? Because I feel that this is something that really sets you in a different light. Your, your, very, your, your services are very unique because you're building around 
a brand as opposed to just, a, well, not just, but you say a stylist or a therapist, but this is brand building. So give us some insight into that. Well, um, yeah, building, building a brand is very unique because we, we want people to recognize our brand immediately. And it, it goes from, you know, who we are, but also like our website, our fonts, our logos, the colors, the images, all of that. We want them to know us from afar, like Nike, you know, you know what the logo looks like and you can see it from a distance. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, the repetition of that is, um, you know, we're all, we are our brand and we, an image is that. So we need to be cohesive with that, with our clothing, with our brand, with our website, with anything that we put out. Right. It's like, it's like recognizing a cereal, mm -hmm. uh, your favorite cereal at the grocery store. You want to be able to spot it. Uh, right. And, and when you, uh, when you have images, colors, you know, uh, in, in this case, clothing, as an entrepreneur, because you said you are your brand and therefore your image is everything. So mm -hmm. that's where the brand and the image go hand in hand, particularly for entrepreneurs, because you know, we're out there in the limelight, we're out there like we are here with you, you know, speaking to people and, and teaching them and, and giving in their webinars, like I said, and so many coaches, but not only that, they're business owners nowadays who own restaurants who are doing things that they never thought they would be doing. And maybe they're, you know, getting onto Zoom and, and putting something out for their clients and maybe showing their best. But this is all part of branding. You know, I mean, you don't want somebody who's serving food to be on camera and they look filthy dirty. Cause I mean, maybe if they have some spaghetti because it looks good, but you know, you kind of wonder, you know, it's just, I'm just going back to the clothing and giving an extreme example, but yeah, it's, it's very important. So what are transformational styles? I'm curious because we've talked a lot about image and branding and you've got something on your, on your site that says you, have, you like to deal with transformational styles. Yeah, well, that is basically what we've been talking about, really transferring people's lives and their businesses through their style and um, getting, getting right deep down and pulling everything out, getting raw and, um, and finding what's truly them and that changes their life it, it transforms their lives their relationships their finances their spirituality their family everything it goes into all areas of their life and it truly transforms them um, in all areas of their life because of the styles that they now are wearing and it could be just a small tweak of a small tweak of their clothing or their style, or it could be a major one, um, mm. but it transforms them mm. into a completely different person. Yeah, I, I could see that, definitely. Mm. It's, it's like when we go into a store and take something special into the dressing room and come out and we're like, yeah, I just feel great in this. Yeah, yeah it's like you were saying with the hero cape. Or, you know, when we, when we put on the dress to go to our friend's wedding, we act differently, we behave differently, we stand, our posture is different when we're wearing heels than tennis shoes mm -hmm. or jeans or, um, or um, a skirt 
or a bathing suit or a gown. You know, we act differently in the clothing. Part of it is the, um, the event that we're at, but part of it is what we're wearing. You know, if I were to wear um, a comfy, cozy sweatshirt right now, I might not be sitting it up as straight, you know? Right. Yeah. I might be like bending over a little bit and maybe hiding myself a little bit more. Maybe I'd be embarrassed that, oh, I didn't, you know, pay enough attention to what I was wearing for this, you know? Um, so it all plays into it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. And you may have already answered this question. And if you have, we can move on. But what is your style? Do you have a style philosophy? Or I guess what it would be is this just to wear what's comfortable for you and not, I hate it when everyone is following everyone else. Mm -hmm. So um, just what's comfortable, what's you, um, not necessarily what's in the stores. Um, you know, it's fun to go looking and seeing the new styles, but as you know, they all repeat. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bell bottoms. I've been seeing bell bottoms. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Die <laughs> Everything repeats um, every 20 years or so pretty much. Yeah, so. absolutely. So your style philosophy is where, who you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Yeah. And who do you work with? I mostly I work with professional women who don't know what to wear to their events or their special engagements, their Zooms, their networking events, and those who no longer feel right in their clothes. So kind of what we were talking about, mm -hmm. um, figuring out who you are. And, um, and then also those people who don't like to shop or they don't have time to shop. And, and also you deal with entrepreneurs to help yes. them brand themselves. Yes, right? entrepreneurs I, I really like because um, I re there's so many, um, so many women who have these great business ideas or they're helping people, their service is amazing, and they're not as successful as I feel like they could be if they just matched their image, did a little branding, changed, you know, looked a little bit better, sharpened up a little thing or two, and then they could, they could change the world with their product or service through just a little tweak. Yeah. So that's really where I see the power coming in is cha let's change the world through our clothes, through being yeah. our unique, authentic self. Exactly. That's, that's the key right there. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're using clothes as one of the, the tools, basically. Mm -hmm. So what do you find most challenging as an entrepreneur? What, do you have an aspect that you find the most challenging? Because you have been an entrepreneur, you said, throughout your life and had tried things and they've, they, they haven't worked. Uh, what do you find the most challenging? Oh, I think it's um, mindset and mm -hmm. tenacity and just okay. keeping, getting up and doing it over and over again, even though you may not have seen the results. The results haven't come yet. The client hasn't showing up yet you know, um, just keep on going. That's the hardest. When you know maybe there's a, you know, you can get a job and you know that every hour you get paid and every week or two you get the paycheck, but it's not fulfilling you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in um, owning your own business, there, there could be a big payday, but you just have to wait and you just have to keep doing the little steps, the little steps, keep going and going and going to get to that. So right. that's, I think, the hardest, knowing that it's coming. 
Yes. No, and, and, and staying the course. Staying the course, sticking to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you have three words on your site and mm. you touched on some of these. <laughs> Clarity. Yes. Mm -hmm. Release. Mm -hmm. and empower. Yeah. Love those words. So just unpack those briefly, because I know we've spoken mostly about all of them, but just yeah. I want to hear your little yeah. definition. Great. So clarity would be um, getting clear on who you are. And, um, and just so you know who you are, you have your definition, your essence, your true essence. And then releasing would be releasing what no longer serves you, cleaning out your closet, really truly getting rid of the things that no longer serve you. And then empower would then be to let's empower you, let's get some outfits together either from your closet or um, shopping and blending your personality with your business and product or service and to really um, empower you with who you really are and so you can show up in the world empowered. Perfect. I love it. And I just had a little exercise I thought would be fun for our audience um, mm -hmm. to enjoy because it's just very basic, but I'm going to mention a few pieces of clothing and just give us a little general idea of what these clothes would say about the person and the style. So I've got a crisp white blouse. What would that say? I think that says clean, business-like. Um, uh, yeah, I'd love a clean, crisp white blouse. To me, it's like you're clean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're put together. Put together. I like that. Okay. Yes, put together. Mm -hmm. How about a t-shirt? No, I mean a, a nice t-shirt, not a old ratty t-shirt. Okay. So yeah, I think that um, says casual, comfortable, easygoing, young. Um, depending on who you are, it could say you're a little bit rebellious if it's in a business setting. If you're wearing it with a, a jacket, that is a good style now. People are doing that. But it has that casual, comfortable, easy feeling, like um, easy to work with. Okay. that's. I like that. A suit jacket. Uh, I think that means business. Um, maybe you're structured, uh, you're important, you think take things seriously. Okay. And a black top, because I know a lot of women, their go-to is black. And mm -hmm. that doesn't always necessarily give a good image, but not only that, doesn't play so well on camera. So that's why I put that in there. Yeah, so that um, is in in person. It's simple, elegant. On camera, it's it's boring. It's hiding in the background. Like in Hollywood, we never put any anyone in black unless it's maybe a funeral or something that you know has to be black. But then we add texture into it, you know. Um, but anyway, um, black is flat. You don't see any shape. Um, so often you look like a big black blob. <laughs> wow. So you, that's, see that? Flattens. Information. Yeah. It flattens that the light just soaks right into the color mm -hmm. and it just is really flat. So yeah, the shape, the detail, you can't really see. Like you wouldn't maybe see the, de de well, you maybe can't see here either with the mm -hmm. definition because I'm lower. 
but with this darker color, you can kind of see where my arm is. But if it was a black, it would just, I would look like a big round blob. Blob. So for all the ladies out there, I know black is our go-to, but avoid it when you're on Zoom or yeah. when you're doing a webinar, right? Yes. And even navy um, tends to go black on camera. So uh, watch that too. I mean, it is, it would be if, if you only wear black and that's your thing and that's part of your image and your um, branding, fine, but maybe change to navy because it'll, it'll, it won't do the same thing as the black does. Right. And I know we love black because it's slimming. <laughs> so I mean, it's easy. It's, it's, yeah. you know, everything, it goes with everything, but it, it, in general, it doesn't look good on camera. Okay. That's a great one. And the last one is a colorful patterned top. Now we talked a little bit about patterns. So mm -hmm. when you combine those two, I'm not sure where does that lead us? Well, yeah, I know. I, I first thought is like fun personality um, because you do want to have some interest on camera as well. You don't want to just always be um, flat or not flat, but um, solids. Mm -hmm. So the pattern, the pattern top does give a little interest. Um, but you also want to make sure that it doesn't strobe or moray. So, right. so, so you can do patterns that are similar in um, color, um, navy and blue, or you know, are not so not 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 dark, 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 and light, light, light next to each other. Okay, so like yeah. a light blue and a light pink might be good together. Mm -hmm. okay. Or a white and an off white. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's a good tip because we yeah. were talking about patterns. So it made it sound like you shouldn't do any patterns, but as long as they're not right. contrasty. Right. As long as they're not contrasty and always put them on front of the camera in front of the moving camera. Don't just take a selfie of yourself because in oh. a, in a still photo, you won't see that. You may that's not right. see it, but in front of the camera, like we often do in Hollywood, um, a camera test. So if there's a shirt, a blouse that we purchased for someone and we want it, Oh, in like when we hang it up right in front of us, it might look like it moves. Well, let's do a camera test and make sure it doesn't. So we take it, we actually walk to set with the camera, wait for them to have a break. Can we do a camera test on this? And we hang it, you know, we, we just hold it in front, right. move it back and forth. Wow. Okay. And the camera guy will say yes or no. Okay, so it's as simple as that. It's not that you have to yeah. wear it. You just hold no, it. No, you just, yeah, like with this, like I just sit in front, open your computer, turn the zoom on, um, turn on your lights, and just, you mm -hmm. know, you can just hang it in front so you can actually see what's happening on camera. Right. Hang it in front of you or put it on, either way. And, and pay attention to, like, I had one on that was, seemed fine when I was big when I did the test and I was in the big frame, but because it was a group zoom call, my picture was this big, um, right? So it was smaller. And then when I saw that, when the meeting started, it started to move. Uh -oh. So I got up and ran and changed <laughs> <laughs> because I can't have a, a stroby shirt with my profession. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that would be bad. That's right. Interesting. So if it shrinks down, it could be, well, no, that's getting very complicated. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. So I think it's like, um, if you think it might, don't do it. Yes, yeah. It's better, better uh, not to than to, you know, take the chance. Because right. the last thing you want to do is be a, a distraction. 
and exactly. uh, not people don't take you well not only do they not take you seriously they don't want to look at you because you're, you're giving them a headache <laughs> exactly <laughs> so do you have um any closing thoughts for our audience because i mean i've i've learned so much but uh do you, do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience yeah yeah i think um personal style comes right down to what you feel best in and what truly brings out your your best um so pay attention to that and um and think about what you want to say to the world you know and then find clothes to say that right and and most importantly don't hide behind a costume that's not you yeah and be really who you are so yeah your client exactly no i love that don't hide behind a costume which it makes sense it's interesting because in, in hollywood that's what they do all day long but i mean they're playing a character they're so, playing characters so really it's like find find your character who who is your character and then become that i mean you know you have can have some fun play with it yes yeah and it. try some on it's like um you know what what your best friend wears might not work for you mm-hmm you know, so try, try it on. If you like, you know, different things, try it on, see if it works. Right. If it doesn't, that's okay. Move on. Right. But the thing is not to get so serious because we can have some fun as we're, we're yeah. learning who we are because exactly. we're always evolving who we are today. Maybe someone different than we are a year from now. Exactly. I know I'm different than what I was a year ago. I mean, so we change as well. So maybe, and who doesn't like to have fun with clothes? I mean, I know some women who don't, but I do. <laughs> and yeah, I and clothes, if clothes and fashion should be fun. Yeah. You know, there's so many fun clothes out there. And if you have the personality uh, that can handle that mm -hmm. um, and, um, and be behind all that and your client is fine with that and it works with your business, do it. It's so much fun to see the personality and like, like, it's not really me. I'm pretty much straight, you know, like, um, but I so love the people who just like take, take the risk and wear whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me happy. It, yeah. It makes, it's funny. It makes me happy too. I, I know people like that and I just love the way they coordinate something and put their whole outfit together. It's so funny because I always say to my husband, you know, that outfit doesn't look good in you. And he says, men don't wear outfits. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> oh, you know, I just, it's automatic when it comes out. But anyway, so I did want to ask, how do you still work with clients virtually though as well, yeah. right? Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, now that we've got life has changed somewhat and I know it will go back to normal soon, mm -hmm. but um, you can also deal with clients virtually. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So what I, I do now is I help women um, do a closet detox mm -hmm. through Zoom. And so that's one of my, um, uh, packages I offer. And then I also do a longer 12 week program with my clients to help them do the whole process that what we were talking about, um, uh, clarity, releasing and empowering. Okay, wonderful. And I have four final questions that are fun. And okay. we ask them of every guest. 
And the first one is, if your life were an epic story, what would the title be? Mm. I just tenacity is coming to me, but that doesn't seem too exciting. <laughs> no one would want to watch it. <laughs> no, that's not necessarily true. Okay. So mm -hmm. tenacity will be your title. Yeah. Okay. What name would you give your character in your epic story? Oh, I don't know. Um, uh, 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 Sydney. <laughs> okay. How would your how would you characterize your epic life? Oh, geez. Ah, uh, characterize it like. If you were living an epic life, what, what would, would it be? What would it be? Oh, oh, it would be elegant and um, wearing silk all the time and flowy and walking on the sand and um, with a hat. <laughs> That's and good. a glass of wine. That's wonderful. Last question. If you had an epic superpower, what would it be? and why mm. my first thought was hearing what people say about me but i don't really want to know that <laughs> i don't care I don't that be, if, if you could have one superpower i don't know that that would be it <laughs> no no maybe um 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 meeting people, an epic superpower yeah i think meeting people that have come before and learning, you know, talking to them and learning um, their wisdom. That's, that's really good. That's mm. a, I like that. That, that I, would, I would like to have that superpower too. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> so thank you so much, Mary Beth, for coming okay. on the show and teaching us about becoming our empowered self and embracing our authentic style. Uh, and Mary Beth and I would love to hear from you. So go over to my Facebook page and write a comment. Tell us what your epic takeaway was from this conversation. It may have been more than one. It certainly was for me. And remember, this is where you imagine, create, and build a life and business doing what you love. Thank you again, Mary Beth. Until next time, this is your Epic Vision Zone. Thank you.